any symptom is a damning symptom because it means that something is not functioning properly in the brain. When you have patients or when, they, when, when, when you get clients that have, uh, you know, if they vomited immediately after the head injury, if they're having episodes of syncope or fainting following the head injury, they're having problems um, you know, with memory, with concentration, those are those are, are, are where people will really start to have, uh, I guess, a lot of trouble in their day-to-day lives. And that's when things can get a little dangerous. The Concussion Center proudly presents Talking Heads, a podcast based on all things related to head injuries. This is not just a show about concussion. In this series, we take an in-depth look at the brain and its function, specifically after there is trauma. Hosted by Brent Jones, Antonio Walden, and Dr. Robert Allen, Talking Heads was created to give a realistic perspective to head injuries. So sit back, relax, and let us fill your head with brain knowledge. All right, guys, welcome back to Talking Heads. You got myself, Antonio, the business development director, and my esteemed colleague to my left, it's me, Dr. Uh, Dr. Robert Allen. How are you guys doing today? Cool. Unfortunately, Brent binged Loki and the TVA came and snatched him up, so he's not with us today. But Hopefully, hopefully we'll get him back, right? Yes. Loki's coming back for season two, so hopefully he'll be there. There it is. <laughs> so we just wanted to pop back in with you guys um, with another installment of Talking Heads and um, just continue the conversation we um, brought up on the last one. Um, I know the last episode, we got into a little bit of um, the definitions of MTBI, concussion, and what they look like, and what can cause them, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Dr. Allen, do you want to go and just give us a brief recap over that? Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. So we, we touched on a, a good bit of this last week. Um, you know, a, a mild traumatic brain injury and a concussion, the same thing, right? Uh, there, there's no difference between the two of them, even though they get thrown around a good bit in different areas. Uh, then, of course, we've got the moderate TBI and a severe TBI. That's that's what we all went through last week. Um, there are a variety of, of causes of head injuries and brain injuries. And the big one we always see, right, is that you don't actually have to hit your head to sustain a head brain injury. Um, so those are just what we kind of talked about last week. And this week, what we'll do is we're going to dive in just a little bit deeper on some of the symptoms um, and some of the things to look out for, uh, as well as, you know, are, are there some bigger red flags than others uh, when it comes to a head injury? Um, and, and, you know, can, can these things go away? Are they going to be there forever? What exactly goes on? Okay, cool. So let's jump right into it. So we know what happens if I hit my head and we know that you don't necessarily have to hit your head to actually get a head injury. Absolutely. Absolutely. When we look at, uh, you know, symptoms of a, a head injury of a brain injury, there are a variety of different things. Uh, again, when it comes to a mild traumatic brain injury, there's no real structural damage on, on, you know, typical imaging. And by that, I mean, uh, MRI or a CT scan. So what we look at is we look at more functional impairment. That is issues with concentration, issues with attention, dizziness, uh, visual changes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, things like ringing in the ears, uh, sleep issues, uh, behavior, mood problems, anxiety, irritability, insomnia. Uh, so there's, there's a, a, a wide ranging variety of different symptoms. And, you know, you may, you may have someone that 
has a head injury, a brain injury, and their only big symptom is they just can't sleep as well as they used to. Well, that's absolutely something we know uh, is, is related to that brain injury. Cool. So like you said, those are the ones that um, a lot of people are really aware of. Um, are there some lesser known symptoms that people can just pass off as, okay, I'm, I'm just having a one-off today? Absolutely. Um, I think that a lot of, a lot of the concentration and attention things, um, while, while, you know, while, while many folks do pick up on those, I kind of feel like some people will say, you know what, I, I got my bell rung yesterday or, or, or a couple of days ago. I'm a little foggy right now, but, but that's it. You know, I, or I haven't been sleeping super well since I, I hit, bumped my head. Um, but that's all it is. I need to get some better sleep and, and I'll be able to remember things again. I'll be able to really concentrate yeah. again. Um, what about like hallucinations? You yeah. You know, hallucinations, uh, they're, 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 that's a tough one, right? Um, hallucinations <laughs> aren't super, super prevalent uh, following, uh -huh. following a, a something like a mild traumatic brain injury. Some things that we do see though, um, after a brain injury are things like seizures. Uh, seizures are, are, are something we see other things like, Hey, why am I sweating so much? Or why is my blood pressure so high? Why am I always so hot? Those are some of the ones that we dig into. And that's because your body can't really regulate itself as well as it used to. Okay. That can be, that can be a sign and a symptom yeah, um, of, I just sweat so much now, or, or man, I'm hot all the time. Um, you know, my blood pressure is always up. Those are, those are things that we could see following a brain injury, which are not a classic symptom, but absolutely mm -hmm. a symptom. So um, you mentioned seizures and everybody's heard the word seizures. Everybody's um, heard accounts of seizures. What exactly is a seizure? Yeah, um, there, a seizure is when is, is at, its, at its core is abnormal uh, firing electrical activity in the brain. Okay, that's what a seizure mm -hmm. is. You know, you typically will think of a movie where someone's flopping on the ground like a fish out of water and foaming at the mouth and, and all those kind of things. And while that can happen, there are always there. Excuse me, always there are other much more um, much more subtle types of seizures that people can have. Almost like they're staring off into the distance, or they just kind of are out of it for a little bit and not really present. Um, and then following that, there can have they can have a period. It's called a post-ictal period where patients are, um, they're just, they're dazed. They're kind of, you know, they're with you, but they're a little confused, having a little bit of trouble kind of getting back into things. And that, that's, that's, a, that's a hallmark uh, after, after a seizure. Now, interestingly enough, there's a few different types of seizures that we see with a brain injury. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you may have someone that gets hit in the head and then immediately has a seizure. What's kind of cool, well, cool is not the right word, but I guess what, what's, what's fascinating to me about it is we have these immediate seizures following head injury, it actually doesn't go on to dictate that this person is going to have seizures in the future or that the head injury, you know, the brain injury was, was for lack of a better term, that bad. Now, what I mean by that is this, is that just because you have a seizure following a, a brain injury doesn't mean that you have crazy damage system. Okay. We, we think of it almost like the brain just to reset itself. It's like when you got to reset your router. Okay. Same thing happens. You get hit in the head. Your brain says, Whoa, too much for me. Kind of shuts down. You go through this abnormal process and then it fires back up and you get back up. And again, that immediate seizure post brain injury doesn't dictate that you're going to have seizures going forward. 
Yeah, and you said something there. Um, I'm looking forward to some of our future episodes where we have some attorneys on, but in having conversations with attorneys, they seem to prioritize mm-hmm. the injuries for a client. Yeah. Ranking them as the most severe down to the bottom. Absolutely. Are there certain symptoms we should look at um, from a head injury standpoint that may be more prevalent or more um, damning than others? I would, um, that's, a, that's a very good question. I would tend to say that any symptom is a damning symptom because it means that something is not functioning properly in the brain. Um, that being said, when you have patients or when, it, when, when you get clients that have, uh, you know, if they vomited immediately after the head injury, if they're having episodes of syncope or fainting following the head injury, they're having problems, um, you know, with memory, with concentration. Those are, those are, are, are where people will, um, really, really start to, to have, have, uh, I guess a lot of trouble in their day-to-day lives. And that's when things can get a little dangerous. You know, mm-hmm. if you're having random bouts of fainting, well, uh, you know, I'd hate for, for that person to, to faint and then hit their head and cause a secondary injury, right? If you're having right. memory or concentration issues, does that person get turned around? Do they, do they get lost, right? Can they, can they not maintain, you know, what they were doing to stay engaged in the activity and can that be dangerous for them? Yeah. Um, so these are the things that we need to make sure that we, we really look out for. But any of us, uh, any of these symptoms for that, that any of us see, we need to make sure we're getting these people evaluated. Yeah. So my, my other question is, all right, so I, I, I played sports growing up. Most everybody played sports growing up. Yeah, I took a couple falls, took a couple knocks to the head, and I've never gotten treatment. And for the most part, I think I'm okay. Um, <laughs> I only forget stuff on Saturdays. The rest of the week, I'm fine. There you go. <laughs> Is it likely that without proper treatment, the brain will heal itself properly? So by, well, let me, uh, I'm going to fall back on the definition of a concussion real quick, one part of it. And it's that by definition, a concussion, the symptoms will completely resolve within 30 days of the injury. Mm-hmm. Once we step to day 31 and we're still having symptoms, we're in what's called what's called post-concussive syndrome, okay? We're having what are called post-concussive symptoms, and that's chronic symptoms now. We cannot pinpoint, right? It, 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 every brain injury is a unique injury. I can't say that if you're having symptoms 45 days after the accident that they're going to go away within three months, six months. And, you know, I, I can't say that if you've had symptoms for a year that they couldn't go away tomorrow, right? Um, we have to just manage the symptoms as we see them and as they are progressing. Now, that being said, the biggest thing that we can do to make sure that we set ourselves up for, for success, manage these symptoms as soon as it happens, right? If the head injury happens, we, we get that evaluation done, we know what's going on with the patient and we can start managing the patient from there. Awesome. Yeah. I am going to stop you right there because I know you're going to jump to something else, but that'll be our next episode. You guys have to come back to listen about the best ways to manage and care for head injuries. So we've talked about identifying them. We've talked about what they actually look like in a real world situation, symptoms of them. Next episode, we'll tell you how to treat them. We're going to go and try to find Brent and bring him back from wherever he is in the space-time continuum. Um, (laughs) If you guys see him, point us to him 
In the meantime, continue checking us out on Instagram and online at theconcussionctr.com. Um, and if you have any questions for us, feel free to put those on our Instagram, send them to our inboxes, and we'll make sure to address them either here on the podcast or we'll have Dr. Allen jump on a video on Instagram with his, his handsome self, and he'll talk to you directly there. It sounds like a plan. And I do, I do believe that Antonio's got his uh, his uh, bikini calendar release coming up soon, right? <laughs> Is that fundraiser for, for orphan puppies? We are not going to raise too much funds with that kind of thing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, guys, it's been fun. It's been Rob and Antonio with Talking Heads, and we'll get, catch you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to Talking Heads. This podcast has been brought to you by the Concussion Center. We appreciate the opportunity to fill your brain with some new information regarding head injuries. If you have any additional topics you would like us to cover, please reach out to us on our various social media platforms at the Concussion Center or hit us up on our website at concussionctr.com.